Welcome back to another episode of Failure at Its Finest Hour. Episode 18 of 20. We are stopping at 20. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This is, <laughs> <But> it, <laughs> this is uh, I don't even know where to, Only we got to do something big for 25, dude. Yeah. For 21, what, 21 when our podcast is old enough to drink. There we go. That's it. That's it. Now that we have video, we can do like, you know, we can get just sloshed on the 21st <laughs> one, on the 21st birthday. But we'll it is house, it, tour, <laughs> house tours. <laughs> oh my God. That'd be funny. Fr- fridge tours. <laughs> But it is Aaron and I again this week. Unfortunately, again, our schedules are just not aligning. Um, I had to leave town again this weekend, and I was gone pretty much all weekend from from Thursday until Sunday. Um, had that funeral up in Houghton, and then came back, had some more troubles, couldn't record on Monday to get it out Tuesday. So here we are on a Thursday. Happy August 25th. For those of you listeners that are left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's It's been brutal, but we've talked about it. You know, it's that summer, that summer grind of everything else going yeah. on. You know, once the temperature starts to get a little colder, I think it's going to be a lot easier. To stay, yeah. People just try and stay outside as much as possible, especially in Michigan this time of year. Yeah. Michigan, Wisconsin. It's like, you know, it's coming. You got that first cold day that we talked about mm-hmm. and it's like, it's coming whether we like it or not. So Here's to uh, here's to the end of the summer, I guess. Yeah. And, Which um, again, we're we and now we. I remember we said last week that maybe this next episode, which would be this one, would be the fall one. But obviously, it is going to be delayed again because well, we want to have everyone on for that episode because I feel like it's going to be very very good. A lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, fall is an amazing place where we live, and I'm sure if you live here, you know that. So get into all that great stuff, but it's just going to be delayed again. I'm not going to give. <laughs> A when because who the hell is gonna who the hell knows what's gonna happen next week, but mm, before we get good, started, good. I I wanted what were you were gonna were gonna say? I was gonna I was gonna roll into uh, the first uh, oh I was first crack out of here ki- Christmas in August, dude. Yeah, I guess. Chris, so this is cool because the news is like you know this will be very very re- relevant tomorrow yeah. or I guess today and unless you're, you're living under a if you're living under a friggin' rock. And you a don't know about our podcast has brought Christmas to August for a lot of people. Can you run and that? that is, can you run that back? Hold on, before you say it, I am not screwing with you this time. You cut out. <laughs> you cut out for like five seconds there. So, smoking Joe, Joe Biden has brought Christmas to August in the form of ten thousand dollars of student loan debt forgiveness for the borrowers who need it the most. <clears throat> and there's there's going to be a lot of angles on this. I know probably a lot of our listeners are maybe on the other end of the old uh, political spectrum. But it's this is the first time anything like this has ever happened and I'm sure Joe is looking for some some votes here. So we try to keep it non-political on the podcast but this is just too good not to at least graze over the top yeah definitely especially when it affects both of us you know those other fucks they don't care because you know they got getting college for free and stuff from from the army um but for us you know it matters and i'm not going to deny it you know i'm not going to say no Mm -hmm. because i understand that people that have already paid off their student loans and you know the people that have paid off a very very large amount of money are probably upset you know, I would be too. I so I can't, I can't put myself 
in uh, other people's shoes. All I know is that I definitely um, appreciate what's happening, and I'm not going to argue with it. Again, I will accept it and move on, but I can understand if, if people are upset. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, I know Dallas Aho is probably wearing, he's probably online buying a bunch of Joe Biden gear right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I think the whole college system, Dallas hates more than anybody else. Oh, in, yeah, in it's the, the biggest scam in the history of anything. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, all that all that to say, I mean, this is kind of wild. And I, I know it was kind of a big thing that he tried to get the young vote, um, and which he successfully did especially the stay at home vote, you know, the whole mail-in ballot thing, who knows if that'll ever happen again. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess it's uh, the pause on federal student loan repayment is going to be extended one final time through December 31st. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, there's, there's some other numbers in here, details, which we probably won't get to, but <clears throat> um, it's, it's happening, I guess. And I don't know who else needs to sign off on it, but it sounds like he's, uh, he's pushing it through for real before he gets the boot. Mm-hmm. In, and I'm uh, going to take it, couple, it with a grain of years. grain of salt because I still have not received my 2020 tax returns. Oh. So <laughs> um, who knows when this is going to happen and when it actually hits your student loan bank account or your, you yeah. know. So, I, I mean, again, we got to take it with a grain of salt because who knows when For this sure. is going to happen. Because I'm sure, I mean, if you got to think about it, there's what, trillions of dollars? It's like $4 trillion. Uh, the student loan yeah. debt. So it's like, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of people. So they got to see numbers between 1.3 trillion and one and 5 million. And it's, it just that sheer amount of money with all the people that go to college. It makes me wonder why didn't we just build a college on the fucking moon? Like if it's that much money that is bound up in student loan debt, yeah. why, why is college not better? Why do you go to the, the freaking CMU dining hall and see a <laughs> bathtub of french fries like why is that like we should be eating astronaut food at college like yeah you know not to mention your, not to mention your brother had his first had his first year at state and was his first yeah his first two years or first, first year first year he he ta- the covid year he, he, he couldn't even, he couldn't even step foot on campus paying all this money for the the workout room and all the like all that other stuff yeah he didn't see any of that you know and i know your parents had a you know a blast of a time with that you just about ready to walk up there with this torch and pitchfork, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my but, uh, my question too with it, and I'm obviously we, we're not going to have the answer, but it's just a question. But the people that are like enrolling in college this year that maybe don't have that much yet, but will eventually have that much. Like, is that going to be, yeah. or is it just going to? Is it just for the people that have that amount? right now yeah i i i don't know and i'm when biden announced student loan relief for bars who need it most uh released today um and it's a pretty lengthy i I can scroll six or seven times before i get to the bottom Mm. um but yeah there's a couple different tiers it looks like ten thousand ten thousand dollars of forgiveness for people who um make less than 125 grand uh the like household income and then there's like a pell grant thing which if you receive a pell grant and i think i did in college for a little bit but i i mean i don't make i don't make 125 grand a year so um but yeah i'm just trying to see trying to see like it's got all these stats on race equality and like age groups and all this stuff but 
sounds like it's just going to be this one-time thing, um, which, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of, like you said, a lot of people are pissed. A lot of people that scraped together, they sold off family heirlooms to pay for their kids' college, uh, to not have any debt. And now um, Uncle Joe's uh, handing out a big fat yeah. stimulus for college students. Christmas so, in August. <laughs> and like yeah, I said, I'm um, not going to – if you don't like it, if you don't like it, I really don't care because I'm still going to be yeah. getting that money, hopefully, in the near future. Yeah. But that's, yeah, I could that's totally understand too. why you'd be pissed because I would 100%. be. Yeah. Like, imagine yeah. if you just paid it off, too. <laughs> like, someone's been, yeah. just gr- someone's just been grinding for, like, the last five years, ten years to pay it off, and this happens. <laughs> like, oh, you're, you're cutting out. Oh my God. You're sounding like Wally. That is so funny. That is so funny. You're uh yeah, so you're frozen. Oh, are you back? Yeah, you're Can you talk? I can see, I can see you clearly. Uh-oh. You're still Wally. We had a, Wally. A good. <laughs> I made mean, joke on the wife. Yeah, I was going to say. Why but you can hear me though? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Oh, now you're clear there. So before we uh, dive into uh, some more shit here that's happened this week, so I went to Houghton uh, this past weekend, and uh, a few different reasons. But Saturday, um, there was a wedding reception that I was not invited to, um, nor was Kyle. Kyle was mm. with me. Uh, we're we're going to come back. This is another segment called Carts and Eyes De- Degeneracy. We're going to keep it rolling <laughs> since last week you kind of got a little taste. We're going to continue with that. So, if no one knows what Redneck Kino is, I think we have maybe have talked about it before. I'm not sure. I know we've said the yeah. words, but I don't think we've explained I think, it. Yeah, last, I think we I think did. Was, last, was it last episode? Was it last, yeah, episode? last episode? Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. if you're just picking this up and didn't last, or listen to last episode, just quickly. You go to a bar, they have the Kino TVs, right? Easy, okay? You don't actually play Kino. You don't fill out a slip, give it to the bartender. You get up, you know, you know, four or five people in a group, and you put a dollar in the pot, and you pick a number, just one number, okay? There's always somebody that, you know, we call them the bookie. The bookie you know, rounds it up on the phone app, puts your name, the number, and we sit and we watch the screen, and if your number gets hit, you win the pot. But if you top, like if somebody else gets the number... Whoever goes, whoever like got the number first, will get you know sixty forty seventy thirty, and if you have a really like a lot of people, then you just divvy it up. Winner always gets a little more. So maybe that you know if there's fifteen twenty people, winner gets like four and the rest get two or something. You know, so we go to this wedding reception because we had buddies that were there that had got invited, and it was in South Range, so we didn't necessarily have to have the nicest clothes on. <laughs> And so Kyle and I just showed up, just sweatshirts, uh, you know, shorts, just tennis shoes, and we walked in, and I'm not going to describe the people I saw. There were some people that were dressed very, very nicely, um, but there were some people that looked like us. We were like, all right, we fit right in, and signed right on the front door. No public, no one, you know, we're not serving the public tonight, so I knew they were there for the wedding. But I knew the per- I knew the person. Kyle didn't. I knew the person, but I wasn't invited. He didn't care. Like, he saw us. Well, actually, he saw Kyle later in the night and was like, who are you? And Kyle, Kyle looks at him and goes, 
who are you? <laughs> and the dude just laughs and wa- he just laughed and walked away. So, so we're at this wedding reception and there's a bar and then there's a huge wall and then the wedding is going on the other side. So we're at the bar with our friends that we know and we're sitting there and Kyle was like, redneck Kino? You know, it was just like the four of us and we were just at like, a wedding reception. yeah, so we're just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's play. So we're playing, you know, there's four of us. And all of a sudden, one of our buddies walks in. Oh, Redneck Kino throws a dollar on the table. And so it gets to like five or six people. Then all of a sudden, people from the wedding that we didn't know were like, what are you guys playing? Oh, no. And so like a couple more people who we didn't know threw a dollar on the table. And then there was like seven, eight of us. And then people just started rolling, dude. We had, I think Kyle messaged me. We had 17 people playing. <laughs> Redneck Kino and Kyle. At somebody else's yes. wedding reception that you weren't invited yes, to. Yes, <laughs> yes, The parents of the groom, like, came up and up. the dad, I'm not kidding, the dad was like, he was like, uh, what, what is this? And, you know, we're like, oh, shit. But he, he, he knows me and, like, my dad and stuff. But he was like, what's this? And his daughter was like, oh, it's Redneck Kino. You put a dollar on the table, you pick a number. If, you hit, if, you hit, if your number hits, you win the pot. You want to play? He's like, no. And, like, you, you know, he's like, no. And, like, kind of, like, <laughs> side look, looked at the bar. And then, like, the next round, he was like, can I get number three, number three? <laughs> he was putting a dollar in the pot. It was so funny. But we had you, I cannot believe you reeled 17 people in. people in this game. It was the most I've ever played, and it was just wild. But it's it was so <laughs> funny because I was so cold. I had, like, four or five rounds. Didn't None of my numbers hit. So I was just sitting there, and I'm like, son of a bitch. I text Molly. I'm like, pick a number. And she's like, 41. So I'm like, okay. Dollar on 41. 41 hits. So I was like, fuck yeah. But like somebody, like two other people won, so we split. And then I text Molly again. I was like, okay, she could be on a heater. Text her again. She gives me a number. It hits, dude. She hit four in a row. But the shittiest, really? the shittiest thing was that I, w- I kept winning with other people. Like there was like three or four others that were winning. And I wasn't, I wasn't like the first number, so I wasn't getting like more money. So I was only getting like two dollars per win, which sucked because like a four heater, holy shit, that's <laughs> that's good. You know, you can make bank because you know you only put in a dollar. Like the odds are incredible. Like you know, you put in a yeah. dollar, you get your number, you get, you know, you get five, six, seven bucks. So if you win once, you're pretty much you're gonna be good to play for a while. Yeah. How many number? How many numbers do you pick per dollar? There, a dollar a number? No, nope, you just get like... one number, one dollar. But you oh, can okay. add up. You can you you can like you know if you want to go two bucks a ball or two bucks a number, you know you can yeah. do that. But I've never. Well, I shouldn't say this. Uh, I'm probably gonna get yelled at. But at the end of the night, we were pretty goosed up, and Carts <laughs> was like twenty bucks, one number, <laughs> <laughs> and we played. <laughs> there was like five of us that played, so it was a hundred dollars. And I lost. Oh, <laughs> it was so oh funny, though. Gosh. So yeah, that was like the highlight of the, the the that that night was just seventeen people. We only knew like five of them. They're all just like, oh, dollar on twenty five. Like people just coming out of the pisser, like looking like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> and it was so funny because the mom then of the the bride, she came in. She was like, everyone needs to go dance. What are you doing? <laughs> so she was like getting pissed because there was a huge crowd by the Kino machine. And it was just, it was electric, dude. It was so fun. Oh my gosh! But yeah, dude, that those was, are great. Those ha- are like great 
barroom stories that you need to like i'm glad we have this podcast there just to record them for your own personal history yeah. but like you should just write a book of these yeah. because yeah barroom tales dude it was so funny <laughs> you know when you don't have football to bet on you know yeah. you just gotta pick soon <laughs> yeah very soon. soon we're like literally two weeks two weeks from tomorrow yeah thursday night yep. thursday night the eighth is the first game yeah rams uh bucks or no rams bills Dude, Bills Mafia is taking on the Super Bowl reigning Super Bowl champ. Yeah, that's a yeah, fire game. game for the first first one of the year. Holy shit! Thursday night, dude, gonna burn down Applebee's that night. I tell you <laughs> what, <laughs> head down to beat up and start throwing beers at the wall. So we had a. Uh, uh, I was gonna say you yeah. you're you're probably gonna bring up the same thing as uh, yeah. <laughs> as me. So go ahead. So I. I mean, I know like nothing about it. I literally just popped an article open on this, and I think we're talking about the mysterious illness killing young dogs in Michigan. And yeah. dogs under two years old, apparently, at least thirty reported deaths. Um, where did you hear about this? So I catch it on the news. I saw it first on uh, Facebook. Um, someone, someone had. Uh, Someone had posted something on Facebook, and I, I I saw that it was it said Northern Michigan, but it was a downstate like news source, and so I was like, okay, well it's not the, it's not the UP, so it's probably you know Lower Peninsula, Northern Michigan, but yeah, I first saw it and was like, oh, there's you know there's been like five dogs that have died. Um, from the same illness and I guess you know they get symptoms pretty much just like any sickness you know throwing up uh, diarrhea um, just l- lack of energy and then apparently they died like three days later so I saw that and I was like oh that's a little weird you know only three dogs like well, how how is this even a story and then yeah. y- yesterday it was like 40 dogs and I was like holy shit and then now I just read oh this was 10 hours ago this person said 60 dogs have died some were vaccinated uh because it's 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 parvo yeah and I don't know exactly what parvo is but I think it's like a um it's like a shelter illness just like um let's see canine parvo virus um yeah, apparently it's um, I don't even know what it. It says highly contagious viral disease of dogs that commonly cause acute gastrointestinal illness in puppies. The disease most often strikes in pups between six and twenty weeks old, but older animals are sometimes also affected. Because they did say that it was dogs under uh, two years old. Yeah, just the dirty. You know, it's traveled in their feces and. Uh, this is uh, there's a graphic here I'm looking at. Carrier dog excretes the virus and feces. Another dog ingests the virus the virus through oro nasal route, which means they either sniff it or eat it, and then it multiplies in the intestines. Dog becomes a parvo carrier, and the cycle continues. It says that shit it, breathe it in, and oof. it says we now know the virus is not limited to dogs, but is capable of causing infections in wild canines such as coyotes and wolves and other wild animals, including. Foxes, raccoons, and skunks, dude. That's not good. Yeah. You're really uh, knocking down some of the food chain here, but it, uh, 
the article I'm looking at is Otsego County Animal Shelter, which is in your Gaylord, Michigan, and uh, says that it's highly contagious. Um, they, I don't know if they're getting their information from people that have picked up dogs from the shelter, if it all happened in like a localized shelter, but you got to imagine, I mean, the shelter, they're not, they don't have a lot of room to run around. They're, they're uh, at their own little cell. In, uh, yeah, it's definitely in, uh, spreading. Um, I read, you know, several articles that had, uh, um, like it was, it was spreading, uh, south of Otsego. But it's all over the news, like major, major news, like CNN, uh, New York Times, ABC, CBS, the Weather Channel. I mean, just typing it in on Google, all the the Washington Post, like TV Six. <laughs> but there's I a. Mean, uh, it's centered in Michigan. Hey, this is where they're 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 thinking that yeah. it started as in yep. Otsego. Yep. Dang. So hopefully they can. I mean, they you know they were saying you know don't walk your dogs. Um, yeah, you know, if you can get them vaccinated, because I'm pretty sure, because I was reading that um, article and it said that some some of the dogs that had died were vaccinated, some weren't. So yeah, and they said it's it's like parvo, but it's not right because so they keep saying mysterious uh, or unidentified illness. So <clears throat> that's kind of scary. I, I can't help. Um, man, this is this is gonna go somewhere. And <laughs> I just ordered. Um, our dog masks for Kobe. <laughs> you beat me to it. I like, so it's like, is it six feet then for dogs? <laughs> um, you need to go to like the drive through. Like if you go to like a, a our, our vet office is going to start having drive through windows. Oh my gosh. Where they can get vaccines. Um, I mean, what, like, is there going to be, like, a dog food shortage? Like, are, are people going to run out and buy as much dog food as they can? Um, yeah, honestly, my, that actually might happen. Especially if it makes its way up a, here in the UP. They're going to be like, ah, such damn. A, <laughs> such a failed attempt on comedy at my part. It's, <laughs> <not even funny. laughs> it's like, <laughs> there's a joke. There's a joke hiding in there somewhere that is COVID-related. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's still funny, but it's very serious though. I mean, that's that's pretty scary because oh, yeah. that number just keeps climbing. And I, like I yeah. said, the re- article that I read, I wish I could have had it because now that it's such a huge uh, story, so yeah. many like bigger news networks are writing stories about it, and I can't find the one that you know said it was it was outside of Otsego now. Don't you just love it when your state is like? makes the news for something that's just like terrible they're like oh don't go get a dog in michigan it'll kill you it'll kill the rest of your dogs you know <laughs> yeah yeah for those of us who have more than one furry friend um <clears throat> yeah that's that's weird so maybe so house cats are fine because it's a canine right yep it's a canine only kind of thing which apparently raccoons and skunks fall in. i mean we could use less skunks right definitely i would <sighs> think so i had a guy from uh, at work his dog got sprayed and that yeah. fucker just reeked, dude. And he knew it too. Like people were like, he'd walk by and people would be like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, "Yep, yep." Take it in, take That's it in. Apparently, they're beneficial. Skunks are beneficial to farmers, gardeners, and landowners. They feed on a large number of agriculture and garden pests. Um, and it says they've been historically trapped for their pelts, and this practice continues today. Uh, bullshit. <laughs> Who wants? You want a skunk skin hat? <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. It's it's a great tradable. <laughs> tradable there. I get a box of rocks with that. <laughs> a couple of coconuts. <laughs> so we got so we got some holidays for uh today. Again, August twenty fifth. Happy Friday, Junior. We were talking about possibly, you know, releasing these starting on Thursdays just just in case we do have any more hiccups, you know, it'd be easier for us to, you know, not have to delay it. So Thursday, you know, if anything happens, it'll be guaranteed on Thursday. We won't have to ever do what we're doing right now. Um, but we have some holidays. Uh, it's National Founders Day for the National Park Service. Um, I'm assuming National Park Founders. Is that what it's we're getting at here, Aaron? Apparently. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what list you're looking at, but um uh the history on the national park service <clears throat> i can't remember the president let me look it up here it's also national park it's... service day which is uh which is huge you know you ever watch those oh. ne- the national park <laughs> documentaries on netflix oh boy those are good just riveting absolutely riveting Quick history of the national <clears throat> park service 1872 act of march first 1872 congress established yellowstone national park and the territories of montana wyoming as a public park or pleasure pleasuring ground for the benefit and enjoyment of the people and placed it under exclusive control of the secretary of the interior um and i'm looking for the president that did it he like pioneered all of this woodrow wilson hell yeah um <clears throat> good old woody he uh he was big, big on ortho recreation. And like <clears throat> when the national park service was established, um, <clears throat> that is the reason why, uh, the brand Coleman still makes all that camping crap. Um, Fuck because yeah, best the, the that, them, store. them, them and Co- I think it's Coglins is another brand, <clears throat> all of that stuff. There's a massive, massive history that we will <laughs> barely graze over today, but, um, on how like, uh, back it, it was um 1916 so then um after world war one like stuff was like pretty uh let's see after world war one 1970 forget what the exact date was but there was a massive massive camping boom because outdoor leisure was something that was relatively inexpensive so you had all these people all these junky cars driving around in the woods and and pitching tents um, which then revolutionized the camping industry in terms of the materials they were using and all that stuff because they um, they wanted to make it more fun for people and more comfortable because everybody was out there in canvas tents getting rained on and getting eaten by bears. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so and that holiday is what, what's the official title for the national park it's, holiday? It's Founders Day, and then in parentheses, National Park Service. Well, it's, well, probably. Uh, some big move happened on today that they're celebrating. But yeah, it's also kiss, get these. kiss and make up day. So if you are in a fight with a significant other or a sibling, maybe not kiss your sibling, but National Banana Split Day, which I must say that I don't think I've ever had a banana split. I have maybe once, and it's just it's just a lot. You know, and if it's on Kiss and Makeup Day, go get a banana split, share one because there you go, and eat it at a national park. 
yeah, that's just a triple whammy. <laughs> it's also National Secondhand Wardrobe Day, also known as St. Vinny's Day mm-hmm. or that Goodwill one, Day, which is a there, staple in our lives. There are probably 15 things in the camera shot for me alone or within arm's reach that are from a thrift store. I got yeah. – and, and, and you'll have to tune into the video on YouTube. We'll, we'll release that uh, very soon. I got these uh, glasses, these, like, uh, collectible, like, hunting glasses. This one's got a grouse on it. Yeah, I got another sick. one here with a pheasant. I got this sick vintage leather strap Plano yep. fishing hat. That's awesome. Maybe we should do a, we should do a giveaway or something, get people to email us. We have a lot of hats. We have a lot of hats. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I mean, I, I have a Tupperware tote the size of this desk that is filled with them in my closet mm-hmm. so what else came from the thrift store i got all the twin stuff yeah. that you just bought me um oh, i yeah. have some yeah. some 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 clothes um most of my hats uh my pride and joy is my usa hat pride pride for gold uh 25 cent hat and i think it was like 30 bucks on ebay because it was the same yeah. year of the dream team for the usa men's basketball team um that was a find probably my best find to be honest I love that hat, and every time I wear it, or no, it says "Visions of Gold." That's what it says on the Visions side. Of, yeah, it's a sick hat. <clears throat> oh man, what else do I got? <clears throat> I got that. Uh, I found that uh, Barstool Sports. Oh uh, yeah, the uh, Blackjack Boys. The Blackjack Boys jacket for like seven bucks, and yeah, <laughs> on there that was the biggest flop. I thought for sure that I picked up a a, a rare artifact that was like they only made enough for the guys on the show and someone got a hold of one here in Michigan and their mom threw it away into, yeah. you know, to the Goodwill pile. Cause on the website, that thing literally says it goes for $10,000. <laughs> and I was like, I was kind of freaking out. I was like, no way. This is real. I remember you called. So me. I started texting you. I started texting Dallas. I was like, what is the deal here? And, um, turns out I can't even sell it for 25 bucks on Facebook. So there's that. <laughs> It's also National Whiskey Sour Day, which, um, you know, I'm not going to lie that whiskey sours, I haven't had one in a while, but they're pretty good. I like whiskey yeah, it's sours. A go, it's, a, it's a go-to for a lot of people walking into a bar. <clears throat> um, uh, whiskey sour is made of, traditionally made with whiskey, lemon juice, sugar, and egg white for viscosity, but... Most bars, I just throw in the sour mix, splash of whiskey over an ice cube, and uh, send you on your way. Yeah. Which both are great. Both are great. <clears throat> but it's nice going to a. There's a couple of nice cocktail bars here in in Grand Rapids, and one just down the street, and they have a really good. I mean, anything you want under the sun in terms of whiskey, they have. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like multiple like thousand dollar bottles of whiskey on their bar. Holy like, shit! <clears throat> yeah. So. It's um, I I I love mixed drinks, especially at places like those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's one thing to make it yourself, but like when you actually get a solid, just a very good tasting mixed drink from a place like that, holy shit! But you are paying an arm and leg sometimes. Yeah, just the 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 price on that is <clears throat> the markup on liquor is insane. Um. You know, one thing I actually, speaking about drinks, this is a, a random side note. Verner's, I get criticized by the other members of this podcast ruthlessly over Verner's ginger ale. 
And it's not like that down here. Most people that I know, most of my friends, they also enjoy Verner's mm-hmm. because it is a tried and true Michigan classic. Yep. Um, but Verner's released a black cherry version of 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 the ginger ale. And there were rumors, and I'm gonna look this up right now. There are rumors going around that they were selling people in the mid you can only get it in the Midwest, apparently. I didn't know that Michigan didn't distribute everywhere. On eBay, you can apparently they were selling two liters for twenty dollars. What? So two liters of black cherry burners. Two liters of black cherry burners. Thirty five dollars for a twelve pack. Oh my gosh. I'm about to invest, dude. Rare Verner's Black Cherry Ginger Ale, original soda, 12 cans, 12 12 ounce cans, $35, $32.99. This guy's selling a single can for $4.75. So the price has probably come down now. Now it's $5.50 for a two liter. But honestly, I might just buy cases. I mean, I don't know what the shipping is. Just hold on to that fucker. Apparently, apparently that's what you need to do because, I, like, I didn't know that Verner's was so popular everywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people down here love it. I know you guys are really a I don't, fan. I don't mind Verner's. Um, but you guys used to roast me, like, yeah. I'd pick up a Verner's from the thing. You're like, yeah. what are you, 90? <laughs> I'd be eating, like, Verner's and black licorice, which and black it, licorice. Got a thing I of Tums in your side temple. pocket on your shirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the I got the, the the coin dispenser, but it's just full of thumbs. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh! But yeah, this is I I don't understand why this is so crazy. I mean, they'll probably never make it again. That's probably why. Yeah. But but I mean, the soda sitting in a can for because other than like their sugar free their sugar free version, has there ever been like another flavor of Verner's? I don't know. I, I mean, don't think what so. What a gold mine they're sitting on. Yeah. Like what the hell? That's crazy. Or maybe they just want to be unique and just have the one flavor. But um, I guess So I actually have I actually have a bottle in my fridge right now and I haven't tried it yet. I bought it this morning cuz I saw it and I was like, "Oh shit, I haven't had this." So maybe I should do a live. <laughs> hey, do a live hey, there you go. Numbers. There you go. <laughs> Let me uh, I'm going to run. So the last uh the last holiday uh, on this Thursday, August 25th, which I guess is the last Thursday in August usually, is uh, thought, Thoughtful Thursday, which, I mean, this whole episode, I guess, dedicated to <laughs> Thoughtful Thursday on this August 25th, 2022. But hey, we had a, so I got to, I got the Porky's Fest this weekend, yeah. right? And this is going to be my second year playing... Obviously, they didn't have it the last two years, uh, which was unfortunate. But I was fortunately asked. Chris and I were asked again, uh, but Chris can't make it. So I'm just going to be doing uh, some shits up there. But playing in the chalet again, um, if you are listening, tickets aren't that expensive just for one day. Come support the homie. Uh, 1.30 on Saturday at the chalet at the Porky's Fest. I think a day pass is like 40 bucks or something like that. Um, but I'll be playing some new stuff, some old stuff, but I'm excited. Uh, I kind of fucked up though, because I haven't played guitar in like a really long time and I've been playing like the last couple days and my fingers are fried. So I'm just going to have to let the adrenaline kick in and, and, uh, it's not terrible. 
But I, I know that because I haven't been playing like my set through because our renter is like still living here and our walls oh. are pretty thin. So I don't really want to. But I'm, I'm going home on Saturday, like in the morning. So I'll be able to get like the set in a few times. Um, but I think that, you know, because I'm just playing like two songs and then stopping like every other day. So I feel like if I play it through. Like those last couple songs, I'm gonna be just grunting because my fingers are just gonna be yeah falling off. <clears throat> I wish I would be I could be up there to uh, swap you out for some lighter strings. Yeah, well, I got like I just played a I just restrung like maybe like a month ago, maybe less, yeah. but I got light ones and I like cleaned up the fretboard and stuff. But I don't know. We'll see how that That's goes. <clears throat> It's only it's only a two two days now. I don't know if it's gonna continue to be that way, but it used to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But this year yeah. it's Friday, Saturday, and I think they said for the foreseeable future it's gonna be Friday, Saturday, which is unfortunate for them, obviously. But I I wonder if since they haven't had it in two years, it was a festival that people were easily able to forget about, you know. So maybe they yeah. they're not doing so hot this year on ticket sales. So I wonder if they're thinking yeah. like, holy. <laughs> shit you know maybe we can't afford three days because i'd imagine that they're probably getting their money back to be like oh you're cutting out if, for those who don't know i worked in the music industry i talk about it all the time i miss it i love it um but my first real start anything like music related that i like actually worked other than like djing in high school was at the porcupine mountains music festival and um that sent me on a path like to, to college where I studied music and sort of music business rather, and then started working professionally in the industry. And part of me wants to be the hero and call up the board or sit on the board, you know, satellite and help them plan and help them get with either better promoters or better. Um, it's kind of a grassroots effort. And I think they want to limit the amount of sponsors and stuff, but, yeah, because there's. In some, I hate to interrupt, brought, but I, I looked on the page and there's only like five or six sponsors. Yeah, we got Friends of the Porkies, Porcupine Mountains, Michigan Arts and Culture Council, uh, Y101, and The Wolf. Really? Um, That's yeah. Wowzers. So, yeah, and there's a there's a ton of people that I know that would love to go up there and play, and they just like <clears throat> you know they're just it's a great opportunity. It's a, it's a, it's a good setup when the weather's nice, it's beautiful out there. Um, but they just got to bring in, they just got to bring in more. They need more infrastructure. They need more, you know, even down to like bathrooms and, and fencing and, um, Oh, probably a third or fourth stage. Yeah. They need to bring in better power. Like there's tons of these things that yes, they don't have the money for, but <clears throat> if they were able to book better talent, yep. Um, they, their ticket sales would be it's a destination I mean really, going up there yes it's a beautiful spot they have the room they used to have like in its glory they used to have two maybe even three stages out in the woods like big stages yep. because they've always mm -hmm. had the busking barn which is just a small like kind of like an open jam almost a little bit um, mm -hmm. but, they, but they've had two or three stages where there's main acts playing like all day um, and mm -hmm. then they just, so right now, currently they only have the one big stage, which is in front of the chalet. They have the busking barn, which again is kind of just like an open jam, like local talent. And then the chalet is also like a little more formal, but it's still like just local talent. So they really only have, and only have had in the last like 
five years. Of course, they didn't have it the last two years, but since 2016, 17, I think there's only been that one big stage. And you said it like they have the venue, like they have the venue. It's so gorgeous up there. Of course, when it's sunny and the weather cooperates, but they have the room, they have the the scenic stuff. You know, they got the chairlifts going like all day. It's it's an incredible place. But like you said, I think the only thing to really make it better is you know a little infrastructure. But like you said, the talent. I mean, I feel like if they got better uh, performers, it would it would be a great thing. Just one one year with like the Lumineers, one year with Mumford and Sons, one year with you know bring Billy Strings back. Hell yeah. get this this uh, and these are bands that probably everybody's like, who the hell is this? But uh, the String Cheese Incident or um, Umphreys McGee, big jam bands. Hell get Dave Matthews Band out there. Like you would you could literally you'd have to pay dave matthews band a lot but you would literally the t- amount of tickets that you would sell as a destination i mean i'm talking they got to rent out all the cal- cabins silver city motel will be booked up scott's mm-hmm. everywhere in Antonaga will be booked up all the airbnbs will be full and maybe have it a little bit earlier in the year that way camping is more feasible it's not is is going to be as cold i don't know what you guys are getting there for temps um, in the like, dead of night, it's, it's but... been, uh, at the at night it's probably like fifties, and then during the mm. day, at like you know seventy seventy five. The last couple weeks, but of course it change mm. it changes it varies. Mm. And I, uh, <clears throat> it's something that I don't think it would you know it's damn near a full time job for somebody year round to plan this on a scale that is grander than what it is right now, but. Um, but man, it's it's got so much potential, and there's already been so many great acts that have played there on their way up. Um, yeah, because like you said, this... Billy Strings, like that's wild. If you don't know who Billy Strings is, look him up. Uh, he played in 2016, and that was probably just when he was getting going. And now he's fucking huge. And like you said, it'd be yeah. awesome to get him back. Because I mean, you had him there to begin with, so who knows? He might be like, you know, let's go back to my roots and go play at this, you know, smaller festival. And that would really. Mm-hmm drive it in so in terms of other things going on festival related um there's a new documentary uh out on netflix um about woodstock and it's called Trainwreck woodstock 99 <laughs> which i watched it and i thought it was i thought it was very good it doesn't really give like a lot of crazy in-depth do- like information as a documentary there's a ton and i mean an absolute ton the whole thing is is pretty much footage from woodstock 99 um not a lot of there's a lot you know they interview people throughout but there's not a lot of like shots like camera shots like just on the people they're interviewing they're amidst the interview they're playing footage of woodstock and absolute crazy festival you know people talk about there's all the great things about woodstock the original in 69 um but there's also a lot of terrible things that happen and it's the same with woodstock 99 i would encourage everybody to watch it yeah um and some of the highlights were just like just the wardrobe like it it's like i'm nearing 30 here and actually like a month um, but I just think about like, that was like in the nineties going into the two thousands, like the big baggy jeans yep. and like, yep. like the K Swiss shoes and just frosted tips on everybody, just the weirdest <laughs> shaped sunglasses. 
um it's really uh really aging it feels like i'm aging just by watching that because i was like oh that's like you know i was seven years old when that when yeah. woodstock 99 happened yeah. but and i like... i haven't watched it yet it's definitely on my watch list and it's coming very very soon but i remember seeing the trailer for it and kid rock was in it oh yeah <laughs> dude you got it he's like what up shit. did they get into that at all or it was just was it just showing like who played just to without too many spoilers um they talk about um and these are some of the things i had mentioned about what's good and bad at a festival and what you need the infrastructure um began to fail the infrastructure paired with the who is there uh in the crowd um meaning like the it's like 16 to like you know 25 year olds Mm -hmm. a lot of them were like frat dudes yeah um and so frat dudes with like corn and limp biscuit playing um equals chaos and they found that out very soon into the festival um so it's just it's a very interesting look into something that um woodstock 99 is actually revered as is like one of the pivotal moments for specific types of music in the 90s obviously just before the turn of uh the year 2000 the y2k um and a lot of those videos still circulate online as some of the best live footage from videos from those bands in the 90s and so it's really cool to get to see the parameters at which they were playing and you really get a sense of what it was like to be there at woodstock 99 and for those with the, the faint of heart there is a ton of nudity in this film so do not watch it while your kids are around um but yeah it's it's i just look at some of those festival failures and i've seen them firsthand um obviously not at woodstock 99 but when i worked in the industry um lack of porta potties or clean porta potties clean yeah. drinking water yeah um lack of security security falling asleep security literally selling their t-shirt that says security on it to a concert goer so that the That's concert crazy. goer can go backstage i saw the yeah, one so. thing that i saw i think it was a tiktok or maybe just something on twitter but they were selling water bottles for like four bucks a pop yeah, which $4. $4 for a water and 99 Yeah, that's wild. But then not only were they selling water for $4 a bottle, they were selling mm. beers for a dollar. <laughs> that also is probably, you know, coming back to your equation, you know, you have corn and Limp biscuit plus frat boys plus dollar mm. beers. So four, four dollars um, the inflation calculator I got open here. The f- value of $4 from 1999 is $7.11 today. So $7 for a water bottle. Crazy. And then uh, a little spoiler from for, from the documentary. Um, eventually the stock ran so low on water bottle and water bottles and food and stuff. Um, the vendors started just price gouging. So they raised the prices. So at one point they were selling water bottles for $12. Like in 99? In '99, in oh today's my gosh. money, twenty-one dollars and thirty-four cents for a, bottle, a single twelve-ounce bottle of water. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Holy so definitely fuck. go ch- go check out. And a lot of, like that's not a. I always love putting like like expenditures from like you know the past in today's dollars because it really does give you context. Oh, it does. And they don't mention that in the movie. Yeah. But like people are you know it's like oh wow four dollars is a lot but in 1999 that's a lot of fun 
Yeah. I mean, that's I was just listening to the Dan Patrick show, and they were running down like the most expensive beers, uh, beers at like base, baseball and football fields and stuff. Like the average is like six or seven dollars for a beer, for uh, for like a twelve ounce or fourteen ounce. Like you know whether you know the the sizes differ, but and that's for a beer. So like water is yeah. at like a baseball in 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 uh, football game are like three or four dollars and that's at a football game and not you know an outdoor concert with thousands and thousands of people just like smashing mm-hmm. into each other when the sun is shining down on you i mean that's that's wild <laughs> and i think it was at one point you know 21 dollars for a ball that's just that's just wild holy fuck um <clears throat> oh man it's i, I just can't I can't even fathom that. And I've been to venues where stuff's expensive, you know, mixed drinks or beers are $10. I've, I've seen it, you know, down here in Grand Rapids, but um, just thinking back then, like your 16 year old kid goes to a music festival <laughs> filled with drugs and nudity and violence. And, uh, and fucking oh yeah. Kid rock. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Another documentary oh. that everyone should check out on Netflix that just came out last week is uh, the story of Manti Teo. I don't know if you saw that, Aaron. I saw the preview and I knew nothing about the story, but the preview like drew me and I, I yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, ruin anything because the story is incredible and it does tell you like in the first ten seconds pretty much the gist of it, but mm-hmm. it is so good. Like I, I knew that was really when I was like starting to like like football a lot. I think it was like my sophomore year and I was hanging out with like Nick and his friends and. They were huge mm-hmm. in college football and the NFL, and so I knew the story while it was happening in real time back in 2012 or 13. I forgot when it was, 2011, one of those years. But it's incredible, and the documentary is fantastic. Uh, so if you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, it's a two two part series, and they're uh, both episodes are an hour long. But it's it's incredible. Holy yeah. shit! It's a great great story, then- but a very sad story as well. And then go watch the second episode of Hard Knocks with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, well, third, <laughs> third, third came out. Oh, was the third yesterday third. or two days ago? Yeah, yeah, the third yeah, came out right. yesterday. I haven't caught up, dude. I need to. I need to go do that right now. Yeah, so. but not before I crack a. Right now on my screen, I have eBay open. Rare Black Cherry Burners, twenty ounce plastic bottle, ginger ale, soda pop, limited, sixteen dollars. Wait, so you have one? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, they, I, I must have missed that. They sell. It. Yeah, it's, I said I have one in my fridge and I have one to try it. Oh, I haven't tried it yet. I haven't tried. I it thought at all. you said you were going to try, like, like in the future you're gonna buy one. And then, no, I, when the where'd you get it from? Just, just the, the gas store? stations, like, yeah, dollar much... seventy nine. Oh my god, what? <laughs> you can just so buy it at the store it. for a dollar seventy nine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this guy's got it on eBay for sixteen. There's another one for ten. Two liter for eighteen dollars. Oh my gosh, dude! I'd go buy a two liter for the gas station up. <laughs> I know. I just don't want to ship them all over the country or to Japan or oh, wherever. Oh, dude, the that's hell. gonna be Somebody's so. Trying to buy them. That's gonna be so crispy. Are you gonna yeah, Are you so, gonna save it or are you gonna pop it right now? No, I'm popping it on air. Let's dude. go. I can go down and buy ten of these. So. Shout out to the YouTube <clears throat> failure at its finest hour on YouTube to watch the yeah, visuals. Yeah, you will see. You will see me. Oh, that's gonna be um, so crispy. Get one step closer to diabetes. So. <laughs> Uh, 65 carbohydrates, uh, 64 grams of sugar in the whole Oof. bottle. 
Oof. So there we go. Oh yeah, that thing's it. gonna. <laughs> that thing's gonna. It's, it is very, it's very clear. It's not very. It's like it's red, but it's it's not like you know like black cherry like you can't yeah, see. Yeah, right. So. Smell. What does it smell like? It smells like burners. I can't. I can. Okay. I can hardly smell the black cherry. Maybe a little bit. It smells like a sweeter burners for sure. But 64 grams of sugar, I would friggin' hope it would smell like sugar. But yeah, no caffeine. Bottled by Dr. Pepper. All right, here we go. I hope you didn't just hear me swallowing that. Right, <laughs> my that's all right. Um, it barely, t- it definitely doesn't have the ginger like burner's bite. Yeah. Like that, like stinging in the back of your throat. <laughs> I was going to say, it makes your loves. fucking mouth bleed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, burners is probably one of the, the most carbonated yeah. sodas on the say, planet Earth. Yeah, drinking these these bubbles are like razor blades, especially when there's ginger in them. But yeah, I would say I'd say it's good. It's a little too sugary for sure. Really, burners is pretty sugary, anyways. Yeah, yeah, it's just like. But I'm gonna probably uh, mix it up with some. Uh, Ooh, that's a good idea. Some, some hooch I got out there to cut some of the. Uh, yeah. I got some rye whiskey out there. I'll probably pour a cocktail once this is over, and uh, maybe I'll send a put a picture out on the Twitter for tomorrow. Yeah, mix but, do ooh. a do a uh, mixing like mix it up on video, and then <laughs> and then and then, and then taste it. Oh <laughs> man, I want to try that now. That looks it looks really good, like with the Verner's yeah, logo can, and like yeah, you can you can probably get it. Um, you can probably get it. Uh, and it's got this like the little Verner's guy. Yeah. Yosemite Sam. I don't know what the hell he's. I don't know what his if they have, their mascot has a name. Maybe it's Vernon <laughs> or something. <laughs> Damn. Anyways, go out and get Verner's and sell it on eBay. Drink Verner's, sell it on eBay for sure. Yeah, Ten bucks a pop for one of those, but go down to your local gas station and get it for a dollar seventy nine. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> that is incredible. I wonder why people are selling it for. So I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I must have. What you were telling me earlier must have just flew right over my head because I missed you saying that you had one. I thought you said you were going to get one because I thought that they weren't actually selling them in stores and like people got them early or something and they were selling them for like ten bucks on eBay. But that is ridiculous. Damn, I might go get actually, one now. And I, and I actually have a two liter of Verner's regular Verner's in my fridge right now too, so it's like I could a b them yeah. <laughs> with, with or without whiskey. Hey, there you but, go. Um, mix mix those two together, and that creates the perfect combination yeah a little more bite that is hilarious <clears throat> it's just so weird though because burners i guess is like it, i think they probably sell it in wisconsin i imagine it's like just midwest maybe it's only michigan they distribute I, I, I have no idea yeah i'm not sure um and i'm sure i could google it but that seems like a lot of work for right now <laughs> but it just doesn't apparently it's valuable enough to people that either probably are from michigan that moved out to like california Mm-hmm. And I gotta eat tree tree bark and salt water because <laughs> California is awful. Yeah. Um, but apparently it's in high demand, so that is hilarious. If you want a quick, if you want a quick flip, folks, go buy some cherry burners. Honestly, so, it's a good side gig for the next either. few months once the uh, demand is or the supplies up there. Well, I think that's gonna do it. For uh, episode 18, hopefully 19 brings the gang together. Uh, again, we got crazy schedules. Uh, I'm probably going to bring my rig with me and uh, record uh, after my show on Saturday. 
get you guys revved up for Tuesday. But if you do, I know our Twitter is very, uh, you know, it's pretty quiet. But if you have a suggestion on whether or not you would rather have the episodes come out on Tuesday or Thursday, um, you know, let us know. Because we want to uh, give you the best experience and also give ourselves a little bit of wiggle room if we do have uh, situations like we've had the last couple weeks. But And in honor of me playing at the Porky's Fest, after you hear our outro song, I'm going to be throwing my uh, one of my songs at the end just for shits and giggles. Um, and I will be suing this podcast but yeah that's gonna do it episode 18 of failure at its finest hour follow us on twitter at faf hour love you guys peace dude i turned i i turned thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour i saw a dude there was a dude drinking fucking pills in the bathroom one time. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Oh yeah, side story. Remember when we drug all the equipment out of the basketball court behind that place and blew the lid off the town? Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Penguin! It was Penguin! Nice! Another perfect round! Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Distinctively remember getting thrown to the ground when that first one blew up. Thanks for listening, you beautiful son of a bitch.
Make you feel in my bones.